0: Go there we go, January twentieth, twenty twenty one. Tall right. boy, scoop. How you living, man? Hey man, I'm I'm living good. Uh, I
1: think it's called a palindrome day, where it's called one twenty twenty one.
0: Is that what it called?
1: Uh, I think that's what it's called, palindrome. P a l i d r o m e. Correct me. Can you, if can I'm you spell
0: wrong. that for me? Can can you spell that for me so I can do it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gonna
0: Google it? Like it's like so I could so ask Google or uh, Yahoo yeah, yeah. what that's all about. Yeah,
1: yeah, Google it real quick. Palindrome. P a l i d r o m e. If I if I misspelled it.
0: Lord have mercy. You it. got you got me doing homework. Look, I've been been working. Palindrome, ladies and gentlemen. What is a palindrome? Is a word, number, phrase, or other sequence of characters which reads the same backwards as it does forwards. Yeah. And and what is today? College
1: Room Day. And it's Ali also did. and it's also uh, National DJ's Day. So if you're a DJ or know a DJ, shout out to all the DJs that are out there in the world that uh are spinning. They might not be able to be in the clubs or doing parties or events, but today is National DJ's Day. I want to give all my love to my DJ friends. Um you guys have made life easy uh take stress away from us so i just want to just salute you on this national dj day
0: hey speaking of that before you go on dj cassidy got a little something going on tonight so uh pass the mic yeah pass the mic okay Okay. i know see i I know about techniques 1200s back back in the day that yes sir okay i (laughs) I know a little something about the dj world I I don't know.
1: But all right, that's what's up. But uh it's tech, but you know, but today before we get started, today was history. I was about to say uh, didn't something
0: else go on today? I don't, I'm not yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, uh there's a song by uh YG that says F Donald Trump. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said his name, but I will say that that song is on my uh workout uh that that's in my my training playlist there every time I go to the gym. That that is on the playlist. Right, right. So, uh, so today,
1: if if you're behind a rock and you do not know what's going on, if mm. you're watching abroad, um, thank you for the ones that do watch abroad. Uh, today was very significant because um, we had a chance to reclaim our time.
0: <laughs> I love that
1: uh, we got a chance to reclaim our time as the forty-sixth president, Mister. Robinette Biden was uh, elected, yeah. and also the first. Asian and uh, African-American woman, um, uh, Kamala <laughs> D. Harris. I don't remember the last name, so uh, the apologies uh, for not knowing the name. I don't need no HBCUs. Before, <laughs> you, you know, look, you don't want them AKs hands. coming after you. You don't want at them right. coming after you. I don't need that. So shout out to the Vice President and the President of the United States. Um, you guys made history, and uh, maybe we we'll start getting back to a new uh, getting back to normalcy, slowly but surely. Yeah,
0: just just to get you out of trouble. Her middle name is Debbie. See, I didn't <laughs> want to say it, and then I messed you know, up. I, I I can't let you. I can't just leave you out there. That shows I how pre- much we are here for each other. I, I pre- can't pre- let you. But look, yeah, we we would be remiss, right, brother, if we didn't start today or even talk about the significance of today, right? Uh, this is this is history. This this country has done this every four years since its inception and it's it's it speaks volumes to the world uh it, it matters and tradition matters so the fact that we were able to have the inauguration the fact that we were able to have kind of the pomp and circumstance right of, of the president the vice president uh, and going through all the actions today irregardless of what we've been through the last four years it matters that the world sees that we we got knocked down a little bit, but we're standing back up, and we're moving forward, and we're moving forward, hopefully more collectively, and um, moving moving towards more of a positive union. It's definitely not a perfect union, and if you look at the Constitution, it does not say a perfect union; it says a more perfect union. So, just the fact that we're we we had some challenges uh, very recently, and we're moving forward to to build uh our synergy amongst ourselves left right center whomever the case you may be as you sit in those rooms as you have those debates that you have those dialogues you can do it as the president has said as president biden has said without shouting without yelling at each other but with mutual respect so i'm uh i'm, I'm excited right I, I again i think uh there's there's a newness in the air i feel it uh was able to spend some of the time today with, with my kids and, you know, especially with my daughter watching that and, and seeing uh, the vice president, Kamala Harris, uh, take the oath. My, my son came downstairs during a break in his school today and said, this is pretty cool Dad." So, I mean, I mean, th- those things matter and, uh, uh, feel hopeful. Now let's get to work. Now, you know, now, now he's got to get to work. He, he signed 15 executive orders. The first 10 minutes he was sitting in his chair and, they're definitely getting to work. So I, I think we needed to, to do our little part as well. And I think we are are doing that by having those awkward conversations like we do here on The Lab or on other shows and things like that, by actually having a platform and a voice and bringing on different types of uh, uh, personalities to interview and talk about. So in a way, I think we're doing something to help move the needle as well. So I'll get off the soapbox. and uh, But that that's what I wanted to say.
1: Well, the last thing I I would like to say before we go right into the tech, um, this was good to have families And in a way. It was kind of spoke with someone today and they said that um, because certain or some schools are doing virtual learning, um, Wednesdays have been off, but they made kids go back to school today Um, so they can watch the virtual learn. I mean, watch the inauguration. And the person that I spoke with today said this was a family day. This was a day that you as a parent sat down with your kids and said, you know what, this is what this means. This is history. This is not necessarily a school moment, shall we say. And mm-hmm. you watched it at school, or you know, you had to be at school. Um, from my understanding, uh, a couple of school districts, they did say that it was mandatory that students watch the inauguration. So mm-hmm. right now, the kids are like, I don't have to do any work today oh hopefully there's no pop quizzes tomorrow
0: yeah wait wait until the homework comes right no yeah the pop quizzes
1: right 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 so i I, with all that being said you know um i thought today was very significant that if you were an american you're proud to be an american you know i think for unity really stood out and it's all right you got to do this work now we put you in office you're going to do we have kids that are watching us now and now that they're watching us, what do you do? And I think his address. He said, "If anyone disrespects anybody, I'll fire you on
0: the spot." I you heard that, you that right? Man, hey, I, know, I, I had I paused it right head. quick and turned it back up because when he said that, that I mean this man is not playing. When he, when he yes. told all thousand people that were on that virtual session, you right. disrespect anyone, I'll fire you on the spot. So go I, ahead, I, Charlie. I, let's make
1: it happen. That, that's what <laughs> I don't want to see anybody lose their job. But if you disrespect somebody, but I think that starts to make back to normal and it starts to set the precedent to say this is what uh we're about and this yeah. is what america is that we're going to stand for class and you know for unity so uh, with that being said our first topic is with biden being sworn in as president what will it mean for tech so uh you got any thoughts on that
0: i i, I do and and I, I see a comment that came in here from uh Someone near and dear to my heart, my 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 wonderful mother-in-law, and yes, we 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 will talk about young Miss Amanda Gorman because uh, the hill we climb is definitely a poem that I'm looking for. She is Maya Angelou in in reincarnate for sure. And I I I take things look look let, let's, we'll, let, let's 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 pause for a minute. We'll, we'll get to the tech part, but look, twenty-one-year-old Amanda Gorman went up there and 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 said this poem that touched i don't care who you voted for i I don't care what side of the aisle that that you're on if if you heard this 22 year old woman get up there and really embody the heart the soul of maya angelou and really embody the heart and soul of everything that we are striving for we are we are we are we've wanted to say for a long period of time the the fact that half of her poem was written she hadn't finished all of her poem by the day we had the insurrection and the and the issues on the Capitol steps. She still wasn't finished writing it, so she completed the rest of her poem after that, and it really came out and resonate with the statements that she was making. So uh, there is hope for the future, and it's it's really comforting to hear and see that the next generation, the generation behind us, right? Those twenty some year olds, those those teenagers, really are. Keenly aware of what's going on around them, yeah, they may have their phones and, and they may be in those, uh, you know, watching YouTube and watching whatever deep in social media. But they are really absorbing everything that's going on and really taking it to heart. Right, my kids have become incredibly more aware, more more political, more 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 uh, outspoken in terms of what they see as right versus wrong, and I think what. Amanda Gorman did today, just being someone again, someone of color, someone at that age, 22 years old, and speaking so eloquently, Th- the words that she spoke, just, just in- were incredibly moving. I I got choked up, I got teary eyed, I-, I had to walk away and leave. Yeah, I had to go get ready for for some work conferences. But again, just just really soaking up everything that she said, I think resonates with not just the 75, however many million people that voted for Biden, but the 70 so million folks that voted for, for 45. I think it really just speaks to the heart and the soul of this country and where we are turning the page and starting, starting fresh. So that being said, I'm I'm, I'm sit here and I'm, I'm going to get slightly emotional and you don't want to get that on camera because you know, the internet doesn't go away and, and it stays around forever. But uh, I, so I'll, I'll say that. And I wanted to, to definitely uh, m- mention that. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Sheila, for bringing that up to me. Uh, <laughs> back, back, so back to the tech, brother. Back back to the tech. So, so here here's something interesting, right? All all of the social media accounts are back. <laughs> I I, I resubscribed to POTUS. I resubscribed to the White House. Uh, I, I resubscribed to all, all of those Twitter feeds now because they're they're back and they are they now have a a sane and individual. Uh, running those, running those accounts, right? Because they, there is someone now running those accounts and speaking less anger and less, less divisiveness, but more, it's only day one, true. But uh, again, he's setting the tone for a, for a new, a, a, a new day in America. So, so yeah, the fact that the social media accounts have now been reopened for the office, the government for that, that person, those people to push out messages, I honestly don't believe, to be honest with you, so just speaking about Twitter, Facebook, and, you know, those accounts, I don't think that Biden's going to use those accounts as extensively as, as 45 did, right? Because cause, cause there's it's so impersonal. I can send out a tweet, I can send out a status update on Facebook or, or where the case may be, but there's there, there's no emotion in that. And I, I, I honestly believe and I think that Biden is going to use... The visual. He's going to be on camera. He's going to be on TV. He's going to be sitting at the Resolute Desk speaking to the American people, using his voice, inflecting, showing emotion like he did uh yesterday when they when they were leaving Delaware, crying if necessary, when things get get hard and you know, and just showing that emotion. You can't show that in 144 or however many characters on a on a computer screen. So yeah, it's great that those accounts are, are, are available and are and are back turned on, but I don't see those again as being as relevant or as frequently used as systems and 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 documents of record for for this forty sixth president. What about you? you? You you put you put me on screen when I when I get to t- look, man. I've I've been on stage all day today, so look, let me tell you something. I'm fired up, fired up, ready to go. I I, I mean. I know that this was not the original
1: article I wanted to speak on, but I do think that he has that part of that transition team. He has somebody that could probably assist him with being able to relate to the younger audience. Yeah. Um, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. um, from my, I'm not sure of the brother's name, but I do believe he's African-American so he's able to reach the youth and he's also able to reach the culture. Shall we say that's yeah. part of that person that's handling his, um, his social
0: media. Um, but well, no. when you think about this, though, when, when you think about and you, and you look at all the cabinet positions, right, it really is a reflection of, of America, of America, yeah. right? He, he's got every, every shade, size, color, whatever the case may be in,
1: in, in cabinet level positions but this is what we wanted. I mean, you don't want an America where it only shows one side of the population Mm -hmm. or or one race or one culture that you want something that shows even whether you agree or you disagree with LGBTQ or transgender, uh, African-American, Caucasian, Indian, Asian, whether you agree or disagree, they're still American. Mm. And at the end of the day, you know, Americans, you know, and I'm, for me, traveling abroad, and you've traveled abroad as well, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to sway away because I really want us to get into this, uh, this this tech and how it affects America, but traveling abroad, find out Americans really look out for other Americans in other countries. We may not look out for each other here in the United States the way we probably should. We may not give that dollar or that quarter to you know yeah. a homeless person or some kids, you know, with water, selling water at the corner here in America. But when you're in another country, really look out for one another. And to see, like you said, that virtual um, cabinet swearing in moment, just to see that it was different races and backgrounds. Yeah, man. Like, And then to see that they were all on Zoom calls. So it brings in the tech. To oh, where, look at you. A little transition with the, with yeah, the tech. It, <laughs> it, it, it brings it brings in the tech aspect because of COVID. And it's almost kind of like, remember the Jetsons? We grew up in the Jetsons era. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. we're now living in that Jetsons era.
0: And it's cool to be in the Jetsons era, shall we say. Yeah, um, uh, you, you're right, right? So the press conference is going on right now, which normally doesn't happen. And, and again, there's not as many people that are in the room. But the fact that video conferencing, Zoom, whatever the case may be, whatever the tech platform it is, that's going to become a norm, right? There, there, There aren't going to be a lot of, face-to-face dialogues and conversations going on probably for another year, right? I mean, we, we still got to get shots in arms. We we, we got to get past that whole thing. So you have to get a shot in the arm, not me. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah. Uh, you start
1: walking, you know, bow-legged and stuff like that. That's on you. I'm not, I don't know about that shot. That's going to be you. Okay. That, well, that, that's a that's a whole, uh, we can have that conversation as well,
0: but yeah. So, so, I, so with
1: I that being said, I want to I wanna transition because how does Biden being sworn in, what does it mean for tech? And I think one of the key things that uh, we need to pay attention to is Section 230. And if anyone is not familiar, or if you're not familiar with Section 230, um, it has something to do where the law protects Google, Facebook, Twitter, and other tech giants from lawsuits over the content that their users post on platforms. So correct. So with that being said, do you think it should be reformed?
0: No, Uh, I I think we as active, so every social platform that you utilize, right, you sign up to use, uh, they're free from a dollars and cents perspective, right? So you don't pay to actually use those. I would personally prefer to actually have a a premium platform that we actually do pay for because then, then there's some more ownership and there's some onus on the user, but in the end user license agreement or in the terms of servers that you agree to that no one reads, when they sign up for these particular platforms, there are statements from the organizations, from the Twitters, from the Facebooks, the LinkedIn's, and, and, and the case may be that they aren't culpable for the content that you put out, but they can pull you off of their platform should you violate their. Um, terms of usage. So hate speech, uh, violence, um, uh, abuse, th- things of that nature, right? So if, if, if it gets egregious in nature to where they, they uh, Facebook sees that you're promoting negative feelings and negative connotations such as that they can pull you off, which is what they did with 45 and what, what they have done consistently as they see over, over time, with with different groups, with different individuals, and things of that nature, I I do believe that, and this 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 is me being in the industry, having this conversation, that those organizations themselves should continue to set the precedent in place, right? That that they will remove individuals, remove accounts, remove groups, or whatever that do promote those types of negative connotations. But really, the onus is on you, man, right? If you if you are going to put that type of information out, then some type of law authority should be, should eventually come after you as opposed to coming out after Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, who started Facebook. I would, I would rather go out and, and, and prosecute you for putting out that, that, that information, that hateful rhetoric, as opposed to, Focusing all of the all of my efforts as a, as a law organization on on the platform in and of itself. So I once so one I I tweeted to Jack and told him to cut off 45. I I'm, I'm taking credit for it. Uh, I know I didn't have anything to do with it, but I so I I applaud I applaud all of the platforms for taking off the demeaning rhetoric that was being pushed out there by certain individuals and by and and they continue to do that. They they've done it before, even this past couple of weeks, and I think they will continue to do that long answer short i don't think that the larger organizations need to be held as culpable as the individual because the individual is the one that's pushing out that information they are providing the platform and if you fall outside of the scope and the framework of the of the of the rules and regulations of using those platforms then you can possibly be censured. You can possibly be kicked off or th- things like that. It, it's just like going into a business back in the old day, right? We, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. You go into a A.M.P.M. or seven 11, you don't have any shoes or shirt on. It, they don't have to let you in there. That's true. Right? I,
1: I, I get what you're saying.
0: And, oh. and look, it's, it's controversial and and it's gray. And it really is great. Uh, I, I think that there, again, needs to continue to be, processes in place to make sure that those types of groups and those types of messages don't fester and don't linger and so whatever algorithms need to be put into place to ensure that again those types of things don't turn into what they have turned into i think that needs to be put in place systems and processes from the organizations need to be uh, uh, put into place to where again they don't allow certain keywords certain search topics certain phrases whatever the case may be to 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 grow and, and, and fester on those platforms. But again, the onus at the end of the day is on the individuals who are trying to push out those types of messages. And they are the ones that I would, I would focus my, my efforts and my attention on prosecuting.
1: I, I can agree with that. All right. The second thing, rural, rural broadband, um, high speed broadband is essential in the 21st century. Mm. Um, basically at a, t- uh, by rural policy reads at a time when so many jobs and businesses could be located anywhere high-speed internet access should be a great economic equalizer for rural america not another economic disadvantage Mm. um it's hard for businesses to keep going and to grow on the way they should without broadband access um what do you think of having a broadband or extending broadband or fiber uh, internet capabilities
0: uh, out into the rural areas? It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Right. I mean, the the digital divide was, was, was a catchphrase for a while back in probably what in the Clinton days, <laughs> but, but now it, you know, it, it, it's reality, right? The fact that there are so many people, even in in this country, right? we um, forget, and only like say in like third world country, but just more remote types of locations, but just in the United States, not having access to information, especially for, for schooling, right? Kids should have access to the Encyclopedia Britannica online, uh, need to have access to do research paper, research uh, activities by going through the Googles and the Yahoo's and the DuckDuck, Duck, you know, all, all of those platforms to, to give them that information. We now work from home almost 90% of the time, right? so you, you gotta have high speed internet to, to run cameras, to run microphones, to run searches and things like that. It is a requirement, I think, just to be able to have a decent level of connectivity to the broader world. We've seen it so much more even with, with COVID, right? Just being able to connect with family, just being able to have that random Facebook Messenger or Zoom session with your family when you quarantined for when you were quarantined for Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, right? Just being able to get your entire extended family together online and have conversations, see each other, right? Because you couldn't go visit them. You can't do that when you have dial-up. I don't know. Hopefully, not too many people still have have dial-up, but uh, when, when you have DSL level connectivity, when you don't have an effective Means of connecting to the outside world—that it really is no longer a, uh, a luxury item. It really is no longer a a want. It has become to the point where it's a need. It, this whole digital economy, this whole digital ecosystem—this is how work gets done. This is how communication happens. And if you can't communicate with the outside world, then you then you get locked in. That that's when you get. Um, you get uh, that, that speaks to a lot of a lot of mental health issues as well, right Again, if you can't have those dialogues with folks, if you and I couldn't have our conversations over mobile technology and and telephony and things like that, you know that that would be a, a that would be horrible right just just being able to communicate with the ones that we care about, the ones that we love and and being able to have those dialogues and not just audio is great, but to have the the bandwidth to bring in a video session that that really again is no longer uh, a want I, I believe it's more of a need and and I believe the majority of those in power from a political perspective and also from a private business perspective realize that. We've seen Google put up balloons in the air, right, to try to spread uh, internet connectivity across the globe, not just across the U.S. We've seen other companies drawing fiber lines underneath underneath the oceans and underneath water to try to, again, bridge that digital divide gap. So it's it's happening. It's not happening as fast as as many of us would want it to. But you know, again, it's it's a it's a Herculean effort to again try to connect every endpoint on the planet because we are consuming so much data uh, every single day anyway. So we're we're trying to catch a a moving train as we as we lay down this infrastructure as well.
1: But for the ones who do not know, James is a technologist, and is that is
0: right? A, oh no! And,
1: and this is what he does for a living. So <laughs> no, 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 let
0: me no, no, let me get the jazz hands going, brother, and get to talking. The you, you see, I
1: don't see is him doing a TED talk in a suit. That's the only thing. It's called the lab, but you can clearly <laughs> tell that he's very passionate about this. Um, I short answer, uh, the, the times that we're living in, you have to have it. Like I said, we're living in a George Jetson. The Jetsons era—you have to have be able to communicate with Mr. Spacely. You got to be able to communicate, you know, with your family. And right now, especially with COVID, this is uh, the infrastructure has already been built for us to have it. Why are we not taking advantage of it? And it should be able to be able to be reached, not just only to people who live in metropolitan areas, yeah. but also to all areas, whether it's rural or you know, across an interstate line. Um next, uh China and tariffs. Now this is really big. Uh that and the online privacy. Um unfortunately, um I I don't know. Do you call him forty five? Do you call him the Donald? Do you call him the you know the clown? I, 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 I don't know. I I don't, I'm
0: gonna be respect I am gonna see, I don't like him, but I'm gonna be respectful. I haven't called his name. I just call him forty five. So it's all it's I all know, I if
1: I'm if I'm correct and I'm reading this. Um He had fifteen. What is it? It says, trying to find it. He had two rounds of tariffs, including fifteen, including a fifteen percent tariff on products like phones, laptops, and tablets Mm -hmm. that have gone into effect. And then another round was avoided in a phase one trade deal. So that means all our technology, such as our, you know, the stuff that we like, our toys. They're passing that cost, those tariffs, they're passing those costs on to us and as a consumer. And we have to pay for that. So those phones are no longer the $699 to $9.99 price point. They're now, you know, 15% more because of these tariffs. Uh I don't know what President Biden will do with this, but hopefully he'll do something about it to where, you know, that cost is eliminated or is reduced to where it's now you know and, and at the end, the end of the day like you said we're going to pay for what we want so uh, I, but I do think that it's not fair that tariffs are put on uh, products um, are those same American made products being put uh, tariffs being put on to China or is it just we just had bad blood with, with China because of 45 that yeah. You, you know, it's like, hey, we don't want your stuff in here. And don't get me wrong, we we all want American-made products. So don't I mean I think we do need to shop more American. Um, but unfortunately, the infrastructure, even though the infrastructure is there for technology, I don't think the infrastructure is there for consumer products or uh for tablets, American-made tablets, American-made phones i I just don't think the infrastructure is there, so we still need to rely on either ar allies or or rely on people that you know that that that's just what they do they're good yeah. at what
0: they're yeah and i'd be interested for the folks that are watching and listening right definitely chime in send send a a comment across look again the, the, we are we have the awkward hard conversations uh hopefully you agree hopefully you don't agree Right. So we, we would love to have the conversation and have the dialogue uh, amongst the folks that are listening and, and watching. Uh, and if you want to come on camera and be on, and be on screen, we will definitely do that as well. Uh, I, I agree with you to an extent, right? The, the, the issue, look, it's always cost so much to buy something that's made in the United States. Why? Because it costs so much to make something in the United States. We, we have the, the infrastructure that we don't have in place is the manufacturing piece. We have the innovation. Right, we have some incredibly innovative minds here in the United States of America. So we we can think of everything. We 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 can think we can take a, a man off this planet, or we can take a person off this planet, put them on another on a, on the moon, bring them back. We can put uh, uh you know a satellite going across the galaxy. We can take pictures of Mars. We, we can do all that, right? Elon Musk put his car on a on a on a spaceship and and shot it out to on his way to Mars. So we can do all of those things. We have the innovation here. It's just from a manufacturing perspective, you know, th- this country has always been focused on kind of the uh, building and materials on kind of the, the core f- fundamentals of building a, a, a society. So uh, ma- manufacturing, when it comes to uh, construction manufacturing, as, as it comes to, you know, building infrastructure like that. But from a technology perspective, you know, there, there really was a, a, a paradigm shift or a momentous shift from the Asian organizations and the, and the Asian countries and companies where they really ramped up their uh, capabilities, their factory, their automation, their their abilities to make those chips and to make those diodes and to make those transistors at a much faster pace and at a much lower wage right if you think about it that's really where where it all boils down to the fact that we make so much per hour per day per year as compared to someone living in china as compared to someone living in thailand or wherever the case may be that that, that's at the core of it right there right we we have that higher cost of living for whatever reason right again that that's a whole different conversation that we can go to into it at another date but the fact that we are slowly catching up to having those facilities and those factories in place where we can actually manufacture the core components for these technology pieces that's when you start seeing the prices come down right now we're, we're still so so dependent on on china and and japan and and other places overseas where again that cost of living that cost of manufacturing that that cost of development of those core components is even cheaper to think of it here. Have someone sitting in China, have them physically build it, and then ship it over the seas to here. It's still cheaper to go through all of that than to literally build something here in Cupertino or in Texas or in in New York, whatever the case may be. So that. So we, so we can talk about the symptom, right? You know, the fact that it's 15% tariffs on stuff coming from China, but you know, the, the, the core and the crux of the problem is that the, the overall cost of doing business with ourselves is too high. All right. And again, those, those are those are my thoughts. And and look, I I, I I'm a Monday morning quarterback, right? I, I I see some things. I know a couple of things. I'm a generalist. I'm not the smartest person in the room. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. That means I'm in the wrong room. But you know, got got an opinion, and I see things, and kind of been in this technology industry for good lord, almost three decades, right? I'm I'm an old man, um, and it hasn't really changed rapidly from. The statement that i just said it still is so much more cost effective for apple to think of the iphone here in cupertino design it here but you know what foxconn in in china you put this thing together box it up for me ship it to me on a, on a big freighter ship and i can still sell this thing for some 900 to thousand dollars and people will think that's a great deal it's crazy i, I do i think it's. Here, and look, every two years I'm buying a new iPhone, yeah. But, you know, still, that that is still significantly less than it will cost to make every single thing here.
1: I I think you're right that we don't have the manufacturing, but we have the minds here. And I want to give highlight, and I know I didn't talk to you about this before the show, but I challenge anybody and everybody to go look up this person's name and look up their company. I'm going to see if I can share the screen real quick. Um, I want you to look up this person. Her name is Dawn Dixon. I I had a chance to do some research on her yesterday. And she's the CEO of a company called Popcom. And basically, if you're looking to find a way to invest something um, and want to get in at a low cost and you want to believe or you believe in a product, uh, I think this might be the future of what she's doing. Um, She has a vending machine that will now allow cannabis, uh, alcohol, and other products to be sold in stores or right now she has one vending machine inside of um inside of a a mall in Ohio. And she was supposed to launch in Amsterdam, but because of COVID, she wasn't able to do it. But Mm -hmm. learn do some research. And I think this is kind of what the lab is all about is highlighting certain people uh we got to find a way to get her on this show to Mm -hmm. talk about what she's doing but um i i I was really impressed i think she had an interview on breakfast club um and she's doing awesome things but get to know this person here um this person right here i think you'll walk away very impressed her name is dawn dixon she doesn't know me i don't know her i just happened to fall into something and I was reading, and I was watching, and I was listening, and I was Googling, and I'm like, yo, this woman is doing her thing. So, company is called Popcom. I'm not getting paid for any of this. I don't get any kickback off of it. But I, I just think that, you know, like you said, the innovation is here. Yeah. And, with the innova- and with the innovation being here, she does not have the manufacturing, but she has the creative mind. And I think it's just great be able to say, how can we find a way for that?
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: um, With that being said, let's transition a little bit. Um, You know, we we, got to talk a little bit. (laughs) I hate doing this, but we're
0: going to talk a little bit about... Let me guess. I am going to say, let me me guess. You're going to bring up... (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, nothing wrong with talking about Apple, brother. You, you know, it, it, it's, it's like it's like multiple stages of denial, right? I mean, you, you, for you know, you what was it? You're angry, you're upset, you're sad, and you just you, you can't get away from it. Don't stop fighting it. Don't don't fight it. Just just come on over sometime. I'm trying to get you into Clubhouse so you can be part of that new social experiment of what's happening. But right now it's only iOS, and it's not for you Android folks. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm sure it's coming. But if you would just get you an iOS device, you, you could join the uh, the audio social media revolution that's happening with Clubhouse. No. All
1: right. Well, with that being said, if you don't have, if you don't install iPhone apps on your M1 MacBook Air Pro or Mini, you might be out. So I'm going to give James a little
0: bit. Of, uh, <laughs> First of all, before we go, before you go any further, I'm loving seeing you. uh host the show that, I mean, you, you're bringing up all of the, uh, the overlays and and the screen shares and the comments. I'm, 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 lov- I'm going to keep my hands in my pocket. I I, I love this. So I appreciate you on that. It's good stuff.
1: Look, look, it's a true collaborative I, I, effort.
0: I, I pulled all, I,
1: I I pulled the research for today and this is not a bragging moment, but it was funny because I literally said, you know what? Christmas just came. We yeah. bought all these new toys, bought all these new gadgets yeah. Um, but, and now it's time to play with them. But now that it's time to play with them, we have to find a way to make sure that we're protected, make sure that we're aware of what's going on, and we need to know our stuff inside and out. And I think that was one of the things that, I have all these gadgets in my house, but do I know how to work them inside and out? Do you know how to work all yours inside and out? To the people that are watching, do you know your new toys? Do you know it front, back, left, right? Do you know it inside and out? And I think that's something that we wanted to focus on at the top of the year. Say, hey, we got these gadgets. We got these toys. These electronics. We have to find a way to know our stuff. So this is one that. of the cool things. Like, he's been trying to get me to run this for a moment. Or this, You know, the service that we're using. And um, he knows how I feel about the service. but uh, <laughs> But I respect it. It, it it's really easy to use, easy to use, shall, we, shall I say. And with that being said, you know, getting back on this original topic of yeah. um, the, this, this product here, uh, Apple do uh, Macs can run on the same apps that you use on your iPhone. So if you have this new, if you're thinking about purchasing a MacBook this year and you get the one with the M1 chip, if I'm correct, yeah. am I right? Correct. If you get the M1 chip, you can now install the same apps such as Instagram uh, and Post. You can also, but you have to have, if I'm right, uh, a MacBook Air, a MacBook Pro, uh, and a Mac Mini, the 2020 models or newer. Um, it has one of its several benefits, the Mac platform, due to Apple way from the Intel chips, including longer battery life and better performance. Um, you can use the Instagram app and you can post to it or you can monitor your your camera or uh, your ring doorbell or your camera feed from your, your door as you would normally do on your phone. So I think that that's something that's why would you not use it if you're going to be spending $3,000 on a MacBook? Why why would you not have it as a one-stop shop?
0: Uh, yeah. You know so, you 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 make you make my my heart feel good just to hear you talk apple technology apple products and apple capabilities that i mean that that's this is really a win so yes today is a good day for sure uh but but think about that that that's pretty that's that's pretty groundbreaking so you can buy this desktop environment yes it has to have apple's own m1 chip because they, they they moved away from they moved away from Power PC. They moved away from IBM. They moved away from Intel with with, with their i3, i5, i7 chips, and now they're ma- they're making their own processors. But the fact that you can actually cross install iOS apps onto the onto your your desktop device so right now they've got the mac mini correct so which is a desktop which is a headless desktop you bring your own keyboard you bring your own monitor you bring your own mouse to the headless unit and they've got the two uh laptops they've got the macbook air and which is i think it's 11 inches and they got the macbook pro which is only the 13 inch one out right now the technology is amazing right again just to put for the fact and the ability that you, you can now cross cross install ios apps onto your your desktop device and engage and interact with them seamlessly that's huge right and, yeah, i know,
1: mean I- they don't do it on on you know pc and android no. so no. I, so i i will give back the game changer you know uh innovative uh, 2021 early year award, because that, I mean, think about it. If you're in front of your computer, I'm just saying, just honestly think about it. You're in front of your computer and your ring doorbell goes off. Right. And you had now have to go to your phone, whereas you can just click on a link on your phone. I mean, on your laptop or your desktop, and you can see it right there if you're already working from home or if you're on Instagram and you're saying, Hey, I just want to post. I want to post right now. I don't have to go to my phone and do it. It's right there. Yeah. So yeah, that that's innovative and and I I definitely salute um you know Apple for making that move and hopefully Android and uh PC will eventually jump that bandwagon um sooner than later, shall we say?
0: Yeah, there's there some things coming on the PC side, but I mean, just, just the whole integration piece of the ecosystem, of the Apple ecosystem, just be, I mean, literally, look, I can copy and paste from my phone and have that paste show up on my desktop device. I don't, I don't have to do anything else except Control-C on my phone and then Control-V on my on my laptop or my desktop, and, and it's there. That type of thing, you you want it, you wish it was there, you, you don't think you need it, you don't ask for it but yet and still Tim Cook and the engineers and everyone behind the scenes and product management and product development at Apple have integrated that into the environment. There are no manuals, right? So, so again, a lot of these things that we are finding out about just the usage of, of iOS and macOS, man, we're, we're out there hunting and pecking trying to figure it out because they don't, they don't really ad- announce a lot of this functionality. A lot of times, So every time we get a new iOS update on our phones, i mean we're we're out there like it's christmas again right just trying to figure out what's going on uh just, so that innovation and that that integration between a mobile and a desktop i can see that more coming from windows i actually, I actually wish windows still made a phone i never had one but just that whole um microsoft windows phone was was yeah. I mean, the, the live tiles and all that, I thought that was cool. I wish Microsoft still made a phone. I just don't know if Google and Microsoft will do anything to where those paths pass intersect. I can see probably from the Chromebooks and the Android devices, because, again, we're talking about the same company, the same operating system. There could be some synergies amongst that. So I would say look out for that later on this year, because at CES, we saw a lot more powerful Chromebooks come out with real processors, not Celeron processors, right? Not not um, processors that you would find in a smart coffee maker or 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 a, or a little cell phone, but actually real powerful i3, i5. I don't think I saw any i7, but you know, powerful processors in Chromebooks. So there may be some intersection in terms of functionality coming uh, on the Android and, and the Chromebook side this year.
1: That's what's up. Well, speaking of CES,
0: <laughs> a little segue, huh? huh? Uh, yeah.
1: hey, hey man, we got to do it. The show is rolling. Time is ticking. People don't want to watch a two-hour and forty-minute show, man. You know, so <laughs> we we got to find we got to find a way to speed last week's show up to,
0: this week. Hey, um, that, that, we, that was two, two hours. That's two and a half hours that we did last year. Minutes.
1: Yeah, that, that's I mean, last week.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but there were some great companies uh, from CES that mm-hmm. we had. Wish we could have got more. Maybe we'll find a way to get some more on the show. Uh, yeah. Bear with me because this microphone stand that I have, it just, oh. it, it just keeps just going down. And it's like I'm, I locked it in, but it keeps still dropping. I don't know why. But anyway, you
0: no, might want to know which one that is. So we didn't know not to get that one off of Amazon. And you want, want to give us you know, some it's like a
1: car center. So uh, this, okay. is, this is the okay. real deal, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no.
1: You know, I was one of the first ones that was. um, I I was one of the first ones that had the foldable phones for the 2020 model, the Mm -hmm. LG V60. Love that. There we go. Does it work? There There you go. You have two screens in one. Love that. Yeah. So you got the you got the two screens in one, um, to where you can be on YouTube and send out a text message. You can be writing out notes. And reading news, copying and pasting, whatever, be on Cash App and, you know, be playing a game, whatever the case may be. Um, But now, you know, if you had a chance to read anything tech news, one of the biggest stories that was out there was the LG Rollable and the new rolling foldable phone. Um, That is kind of like, I don't know, man. I want it, but I don't know if I'm willing to spend that. I, I don't know what yeah. the price point is going to be, but if you know not- the
0: price point, you know, it's four figures, you, you know, it's four digits for sure. <laughs> um, But Hey, let, let's, let's give a shout out to LG because you got an LG right there in yep. your, in your hand and yep. LG has been incredibly innovative in terms of not, not just proofs of concept, but they actually come out with, your phone with the multiple screens, the uh, the one that flips and the wing right, which which actually turns um, landscape and portrait mode. Mm-hmm. So I saw one- it
1: yesterday at T-Mobile. They they actually had it in the T-Mobile store. Okay. The only okay. bad thing about the phone is um, it's water resistant and it does not have the three point five millimeter jack to where you can plug your headphones in, and that's the only reason why I will not jump out of this phone because that that headphone jack. Really key when you need that microphone. Um, yeah. but anyway, with that being said, LG, if you uh, just Google, if you're watching, Google LG rollable. Um, at the end of their uh press conference, if I'm correct, um, well, I know what it is, but at the end of their press conference, the CEO was walking off of the stage, and they had a gentleman that was watching the press conference from his phone, like this, and the phone literally. Rolled down as opposed <laughs> to folding out. So instead of it doing like this, opening up like a book, it literally was like this, and it was rolling down. So this could be really where technology um, takes us. Um, I think everyone walked away saying that this was the, the tech of the, the. If this, if this comes into Proof of life in 2021, yeah. that is definitely the technology that I think a lot of people want. Problem is, what's the price? Because right now, the Fold, this phone was under $1,000. This phone in my hand. But the Z Fold and the Razor, if I'm correct, they're priced at about eighteen dollars to $2,100. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. The Flex which is... Uh, man, I cannot think of the royale. Um, I was at CES 2019. They had the they introduced the first foldable phone. I had it in my hand and I saw it, but it had it was kind of some bugs and it was a concept phone. I think they released it, but it was the first foldable phone that was released. But then Samsung released their phone. But then people were taking the plastic off, and they were taking the plastic off just screens were bricking. dang bro so (laughs) so, um so that that kind of set samsung's production back um then they came out with their z fold if i'm correct yes but then lg released at the start of the pandemic the very first week of the pandemic they released this phone and i'm gonna pat myself on the back i was able to secure one I literally called every T Mobile store in the state of Georgia and uh, probably in the surrounding areas of South Carolina, uh, Alabama, and Tennessee. And I ended up sitting on hold for about 45 minutes to speak to a young lady that was in another country that had to order the phone for me um, so I can have it uh, two days later. So I literally was one of the first ones in the state of Georgia to have this phone. So I'm very proud. Have it. Um, I've had to be very careful because it does not come with the case as the phone is the case. So you have the actual phone, regular phone here, and then you have the case. And if you drop this part here, it shatters the glass. I'm a living witness to this, but you can't find the case anywhere. So you have to literally warranty it out and do a claim to get a new case. So now you have to be extra cautious with this phone because you don't have an Otterbox case. Or anything of that nature, but with that being said, LG um, basically said that they teased the the smartphone with the sc- smartphone uh, with a screen that rolls out and and hints at a comeback for mobile devices. But here's the funny thing: just today, right before we went on, T-Mobile said that there's a possibility that they might possibility that they might end their phone um their phone lines so it's not guaranteed yet i'm praying that they don't but they have not been able to get a large uh a huge response from um people because Huawei, Samsung and Apple have kind of taken over um the market share shall we say mm. and unfortunately LG there's a few loyal ones like myself um but you know, they may end up discontinuing. They said that it was not a guarantee, but they think that this might be something um, um, where they might discontinue their phone, their phone line. Um, so it may just be TVs and other yeah. smart devices. And I hate to see them go. Um,
0: yeah, I think I think that would be a mistake. To be honest with you, because uh, you think of like OnePlus, you think of. Um, motorola and what they had and what they have now uh you think of um sony sony ericsson right i mean they're still on the market with some niche phones that that meet a need uh lg has always been smart in my opinion and and trailed so uh, not sony but and trailed samsung right they've they've, they've seen what samsung comes out with with their galaxies and with all of their devices and they saw the whole fiasco that samsung had with their folded phone and how those things were like you said the screens were peeling the thing that the hinges were breaking off and they said oh you know what i'm not gonna release anything until we get our stuff right before we put that on the market then they came out with the phone you have in your pocket then they came out with the uh the wing and now they've announced something completely groundbreaking with with this rollable phone i think would be a disservice to the consumer if they completely let go of their uh, of their mobile phone division um it's my opinion
1: the thing is how do you find a phone one lg does not advertise the way samsung and apple does i mean you go into any cell phone's the first thing that they try to do is push a Samsung or an Apple to you. They don't even tell you about the LG phone. You ask the sales representative, can you tell me anything about this phone here, which is LG or a OnePlus, they can barely tell you anything about those products. So I wonder what incentives are those other companies giving those sales associates for all of the cell phone companies to say, hey, we want to push out these phones and you need to make these phones priority why is lg not you know giving out that same incentive yeah and then number two um you know why is it that you can go to best buy and if you have any problems with samsung you know have a dedicated samsung rep inside of a best buy whereas why can't you do that with like a target for lg or why can't you do that with you know another location i understand that COVID is here and so people are going to be a little you know, leery of going out and speaking to somebody but lg should have a dedicated you know division in certain stores to say hey if you have any questions about our product why not you know so yeah uh, i think also a price point of two thousand dollars I don't think America is ready to spend $2,000. I think Apple pushed the limit with eleven $1, to $1,200 uh, for their phones last year. But, I mean, what were the sales or what were the numbers for, you know, the new phones? I think, like you said, you're going to skip this generation because, you know, the 11 already had the 12 pretty much had everything the 11 had with the exception of one or two things.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, good. I, I'm not
1: willing to pay $1,200 for a phone.
0: No. I, I don't know. Not going to do it, but I, so I, I want to piggyback off of it an, and shouts out to Ignario coming in off of YouTube. That That's where we're going to be pushing the majority oh. of our content in, in the future. So shouts out for watching this from there. And I agree with you on that brother, right? LG is focused on the digital home. They're focused on uh, washing dryers. They're focused on refrigerators. They, they're not going to take money out of their, out of their marketing budget to put someone physically in best buy or fries or what is is it micro center things of that nature what's going to keep them moving kind of very similar to OnePlus is that 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 niche market who says you know what this is the coolest phone it's got these these cool functions and these cool capabilities like the wing like your multiple screen camera and that's how they're going to blow it up also i can guarantee you apple is not incentivizing anybody for anything (laughs) <laughs> only reason everyone's buying an Apple, only reason the majority of folks are buying Apple iPhones, is because everyone else has one, and because they see it as a premium product because it costs so much. It's it's a mind game. It it look, bro. I worked for the company for eight years. I know. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I I am. I'm 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 deep in the I'm deep in the sauce. But let me tell you, let me tell you something. There there are some features and some functions. Yes, on a especially a stock Android device that I really miss that I I wish that an Apple device would have. It's just not going to happen because that's just not the way it's set up. Samsung is huge. Samsung is number two from a mobile technology perspective. So yeah, they're going to have the Samsung experience. They're going to have Samsung stores. They're going to have those representatives in those big box stores that are touting their wares. Why? Because they, are in the digital home as well they've got they've got the watches they've got the phones they've got the televisions and all of those things talk and work together lg is not focused on that they're focused on the big big price higher margin types of things you're not going to make a lot of money as a company by selling cell phones you're just not
1: okay but before we go before i go into my comment i need you to say that right there on the screen
0: <laughs> See fanboys, Look, hey bro. Yeah, I—I'll I, I, admit, I told you, I—I I, I am. I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I—I am. I'm an old Steve Jobs guy, man. I had my. I had my one-on-one with him at one time when I when I ran a team at at Power School, a division of Apple. You don't know. Trying what to I get
1: fired him. that day, weren't you? you, you I, look, I, you.
0: look, I knocked him down by accident. We we could talk about that story too. I was coming out of the building, out of the out of infinite loop, infinite loop, and I didn't see him. He's shorter than I am. I knocked the man down. Like you, seven feet tall, like me. I, look, I was just looking six, six, six feet, right? Six, six, one with with, with my, with my uh, Stacey Adams that I had on that day. Probably, you know, my floor shines. Uh, <laughs> I knocked him down. I, I had to help him get back up. I again started sweating because I heard all of the stories of, you know, you could be in an elevator with Mr. Jobs. He'll ask you, what is it that you do for the company? If he doesn't like what your response is on your way out, you could be, walked out on of your building. way out <laughs> he could be on your way out but he is one of the, he was one of those insane geniuses right him uh richard branson elon musk th- just a whole different mindset about those folks and i've i've got his crazy ones quote on my wall here in my office so i i re- and i speak a statement that he made to the organization many many years ago all we're trying to do is put a dent in the universe. I'm not trying to change everything. We're not, we're not trying to necessarily make make big moves all at once. All I want to do is make a dent in the universe. That's so, I mean, that's that's a whole, yeah, I, we, we can go on for, for, for hours and days about that. Yeah, yes, I'm a fanboy. Yes, yes, I am. I'm a jobs guy.
1: So. so, with that being said, I don't want, even though we spoke about LG today, yeah, uh, TCL also released a roller yeah. phone as well. So, not sleep on TCL, even though the TV's, Um, but they did release uh, a rollable phone as well and we will see a concept with one of these companies, TCL or LG before the end, and then from my understanding, I sent you something earlier this week where Apple is thinking about doing a fold, so uh, whereas LG and TCL is on rollable, yeah. Uh, Apple is thinking about doing a fold. I don't know if that's something that may come to fruition because you know, you know, their phone sales. Whether I dog yeah. them out, clown them, or whatever, it's it's simple. It works. People like to pay the premium price. If if it works, it works. Yeah. You know, I, I don't
0: see that happening. Right. Again. Again. To reference this question from from. Uh... From my mama here about small fold phones, I I don't see Apple doing that just for the fact that they are in love with that candy bar style, right? That that whole rectangle style, it it just. But did you see the link that I sent you? I, I I did, but you know, I again being on the inside for a little bit, I have. I became accustomed to knowing that rumors are rumors and you don't believe anything until there's a physical skew, until it's literally in the store or literally on the website because there's so many things that are churning in those R&D labs. Uh, Look, we were supposed to have an Apple car by now, right? We we were supposed to have a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I I don't know, I I can't see them deviate. I would like to see Apple deviate and do a touchscreen uh, laptop, that needs to happen. Forget foldable phones and forget all that other stuff. They need to catch up to the uh, Windows uh, environment and actually have a touchscreen laptop. But that's where I'm at.
1: Uh, switching gears just a little bit. Um, have you ever been hacked?
0: I have been hacked, man. Why, why, why are you bringing up bad news, too? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, look, we wanna, I we, we want to protect people going into
1: 2021. Mm. So with that being said, I'm asking you because I think I may have gotten hacked, but you know, I don't care what you do. Somebody tried to hack into my website. I ignored the email. I just thought it was spam. I kind of dismissed it. I called my uh, web hosting. They put some type of spam blocker. I fooled around and deleted one of my email accounts, but Mm -hmm. not thinking take the the forwarding off of the email. So I deleted the account and I'm still getting the email from the forwarding account that I got hacked on. Mm. Uh, With that being said, ransomware victims that have backups are paying ransoms to stop hackers from leaking their stolen data. So, I mean, the one thing about me, the content that I create, I don't worry about the negativity. So there's nothing bad out there, but if you have something that uh, is sensitive, How much are you willing to pay?
0: Look, that's a huge question for individuals versus companies, right? So if someone breaks into your bank and steals all of the passwords and all of the accounts, information, your social security number, that's a problem. That's a problem that I'll just say a, a name, not saying that they've been directly affected. Something like a Wells Fargo or Bank of America or whomever has has to deal with on their end, tighten up their systems, close those holes, and notify the end users. And then you, as the individual caught up in the midst of that hack or that intrusion, need to change your passwords and and, and monitor activity in your accounts. It, it's just such a hassle. And here's a good thing for us right, from a lab perspective, because we talk consumer technology and we talk about how to make it relevant to consumers and the individual simple passwords don't do it the same password for multiple accounts don't do it uh don't don't have the same password if you have multiple banking institutions don't have the same password that you have for another one have numeric and alpha have, have an alphanumeric password have special characters in there have the uh, and sign the exclamation point the at sign within the password and don't use something easily identifiable of you within that with that password like don't use your don't use your middle name all caps or all lower and then just try to put the uh, the ampersand at the end of it I mean, that that's just that'll take a a hacker 10 seconds instead of 4 seconds to uh to crack um it, it's just so much of a tiresome burden experience when you are a subject to a ransomware attack as, as the end consumer. So the best way to avoid that for yourself is one is to so one is nothing in this world is given to you for free. And if it sounds too good to be true, it is, you're not getting a free phone. You're not winning a trip to Mexico just because you you respond to an email. You're, you're not winning a car from someone random that calls you. All those phishing, phishing attacks and, and phishing attempts are just ways of trying to get your information. Yeah. So, so delete those emails, unsubscribe from a lot of uh, mailing lists that really are irrelevant to you. And have a secure password for all of your critical data because once you put yourself out there once you put your name and your 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 contact information your house your mailing address your your email address your phone number once you put that out there one place and, and that gets compromised they got you
1: so basically yeah. real quick I want to jump into this article real quick it said uh, last year many of the most successful ransomware gangs uh, added an additional te- uh, technique in the effort to coerce uh, their victims into paying ransom. Um, they basically said, "Money started only with one ransomware gang this tactic, but it ended as an additional seventeen ransomware crew had taken publishing stolen data of victims if they didn't pay the payment." So I guess if one started it and it worked, and it was like the other, like, "Hey, I'm gonna do it as well." Yeah. Uh, so I think it's one of those situations where trying um, kind of see, they were saying that they had to pay by Bitcoin of hundreds or thousands of dollars, billions of dollars to cyber criminals. And it wasn't just individuals that was attacked. Um, and I wanted to highlight this. It's, they really reached out ransomware attacks claimed thousands of vi- thousands of victims during last year with hundreds of government agencies, yeah. healthcare facilities and universities, as well as private companies, among those hit by cyber criminal uh, attempts at extortion. And I remember hearing a report where the city of Atlanta, um, they got hacked, mm-hmm. and it was do they pay the money? And it was like we heard about the story, but it's like, who want to hack the city of Atlanta, you know, like but have sensitive data there. You Definitely. know, what about Definitely. the hospitals you're releasing, you know, sensitive information, your medical record. You know, what about, you know, the school? My thing is, hey, can you erase those student loans for me, you know? Get Joe <laughs> Biden, you know, <laughs> President
0: <laughs> Biden, I need you. <laughs> and, and you hook me up with Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Call Sally Bay up, right, and help yeah, me out if if with those numbers. You,
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna do if you're gonna do it, help the people. Don't just be selfish and do it for yourself. I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm I love it out there. Um, But Some of the things that you can do, like you said, phishing remains one of the key methods of distributing ransomware, especially following the rise in remote working. So you should not, if employees are suspicious about something, they should report it, especially of opening emails and attachments. Um, Organizations should make sure that they have a good patching strategy, which once again, most people create websites, but they don't even think about, well, how do I security or, or foolproof myself? Well, they just want the website up and it's right. like, Hey, you got to think about that security because yeah, the website looks good. But if somebody can literally go into your system and take you out, you're done once they, because the moment you blow up like a Tesla, they're going to be trying to, you know, they're going to be Wait. trying to take you out right Wait. now. You're a nobody. You're an upstart. You're a startup. Nobody's not checking for you. But the second you make a, a deal with Google or Apple or Samsung or, you know, you close with Hyundai or Ford or whatever major company and you merge or make a merger with them, those hackers are going to come for you. You know, yep. look at TikTok and uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram, you know, your partners with Facebook, they're going to come. For you. So, I mean, I just hope that as we go into 2021, you know, you start thinking about, like you said, those special characters. I have to go back because I have 74 passwords that could potentially be compromised, you know, and it's like, let's find some different passwords because that's those passwords have been around for years. And, you know, it's time to expand our mind, expand our brain, shall we say. So
0: now, um, so a tool that I use, bringing it back to technology, I use uh, LastPass to. Yeah maintain passwords for me so i have a master password a long one with multi uh, alphanumeric yep. characters and then that goes to and that goes and creates very secure passwords to all my other institutions so there's last pass there's one password I'm using norton Vault right now yeah yeah
1: so the, the norton vault has kind of saved me from they're catching some things and they're saying hey time out we might want to look at that <laughs> so um i don't know if we have enough time to do this last article but I'm trying to see if I can get it over there. But it, it kind of coincides with this one here. And I just got an email, shall we say, uh, from... Um, did I do it right? I don't know if I did it right. Um, you're out here. You do this more than I do. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of the passwords, I just got an email right before the show with my banking institution saying you need to activate a 2FA. Say the word for me, please. (laughs) Hold hold on, hold on, hold on. on. While you
0: scroll down, two-factor authentication. Uh, As he pulls himself off of camera, you know, bring us back on camera, brother. Bring us back on camera. Two-factor authentication, the the ability to have a different, an an extra layer of, of security as you access your account. So you one factor is you type in your password at the site and then the two factor would be where the site actually sends you a text message to a known device like your email account or to your mobile phone and it gives you a um it gives you a a code that you type into the site to double authenticate yourself that it's you going into into the environment Brian Green, that's a good man right there. He knows about this. He, he, he's deep in technology as well. He uh, he is one of my old Apple cohorts as well. So he can corroborate my stories of, of the days of, of jobs. But two factor authentication is, is, Call is, is him when,
1: uh, you, you ran into Steve Jobs and say I might be out the door.
0: He he wasn't there that day, but um, but he, but he was he was part of the organization at the same time. So yeah, he you know he he's one of the smarter minds, one of the engineering minds back in in those days. So, uh, but yeah, to get get back to security and again uh, ransomware, we talked about that, but um, multi factor authentication, two factor authentication, it, it just makes sense, especially when you're dealing with um, financial institutions. Uh, if, if you've got an account with whatever whatever your bank is, turn on that two-factor authentication so it texts you back so Wells Fargo or B of A or whomever your banking is knows that it's you trying to log in. Uh, and especially if you're trying to access from a different site or from a different location. If you're not or at home. Or from a different device. Exactly, a different device. You If you're out on vacation to somewhere and, and you're using... Your friend's phone or your your friend's laptop or something, and you're trying to get into your account to see something. It doesn't know it's you, but when you authenticate to your mobile device with that particular code, then there's that extra layer of security. So, so that that's really really critical, really critical for sure. I want to before before we
1: and like I said once again, I wanted to highlight this because starting the new year and there's some things that we're all it's like we're all happy that Christmas is over with. Is like, start saving our money up again, (laughs) but at the same token, um, we're starting to play with our toys. And as we start to play with our toys, let's start thinking about the security, not just for myself, not just for you, but anybody that watches this show, start thinking about how do you protect yourself to where you're not getting uh, a ransomware, or you're getting hacked, or you're getting locked out of your account. Start prepping yourself to say, you know what? Let's make this the new normal. Mm-hmm. Starting a new league with America today. This is a great way for us to, you know, say, hey, let's all learn together. Because I'm weak in some areas, just like James is strong mm-hmm. in the other areas, and, and vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he has areas of strengths that I don't have. And, you know, like I said, it's just one of those things where I think that it's one of those things, and I'm rambling right now, but I'm trying to find my words. But,
0: you don't have your minute made with you. That's the reason why. You don't have your minute made.
1: Uh, you know what? I didn't even bring it on the show yet.
0: Okay. Right?
1: So sponsored by but <laughs> going, it's not sponsored by, but I am going to drink it. But before the end of this season, we're gonna find some way to get some type of sponsorship because I love this product right here. So he's got his he's got his uh his adult beverage. <laughs> I, 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 oh. have, I
0: have my beverage. I didn't know. Oh yeah, you were seeing you were seeing that when it came on the screen. I'm sorry. You look, I'm I'm just I'm toasting the day that dog. Yeah,
1: we're gonna toast. There you go. So and you know what the funny thing is, somebody said, Cowboy, stop drinking out the carton. That's ghetto. And I'm like, well, that's part of the show. But, and and look, in today's show, I didn't even bring it on the show. So I was starting to get a little parched, so I appreciate you, you know, <laughs> taking care of me, brother. I appreciate that.
0: We we All we right. keep we keep it real. We keep we keep it real. We we entertain, we enlighten, and we educate. That is that is what we do.
1: Before we go, because I know we're about to wrap. Um, shout out to Robbie Cabral uh, from Benji Lock. Let's see, I got the product right. You know what? I got a new lens. Let me see. It's supposed to automatically do it. Does it do it? I've been waiting to do this, but uh oh
0: you gotta you gotta put that, that 16 millimeter on, on autofocus there. That that's what you gotta do because you oh, don't have the bokeh action going in the back. Yeah. Oh I don't oh, auto
1: focus Yeah. You don't
0: spell. have that you don't have that Sigma sixteen doing the uh autofocus.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we're gonna have to figure that out for next week. But anyway, shout out to Robbie Caber, Cabral. Uh who you with? As you see it right behind me, who you with? Lock? <laughs> Um, he was on WSB TV and it was funny because we had just interviewed him last Tuesday as our last interview and um, I look up on the news and he was literally being interviewed as one of the top products that they found over at CES and I'm like, he was on our show Yes. what's up now, you're using you got some product in the mail and I got some product in the mail and I haven't had a chance to do a review on it just yet but, oh God, this is so Yeah, cool. I shout
0: gotta, out to J5 Create. Uh, J5
1: Create, I'm so sorry that my autofocus is not working right now, but we're going to have it right. But I was able to get this product here. It is the dual HDMI video capture card where you can use two cameras at the same damn time. Two cameras. Two cameras. So, two cameras at the same time uh, with this capture card. So I used another... Uh, uh, capture card device. I'm not going to say their name right now, um, mm. but I'm going to play with this over the week, and I'm going to tell you how I think but or what I think of this product here. And right now, if you go to J5 Create, it's called the JVA06. So if you're looking for a capture card, you can kill two birds with one stone because it's two capture cards, and what the price is for capture cards, you're getting two of them for the price of one. It's $210. Um, if you get it on their website today or or probably until the end of the month, I'm not sure, but the normal price is about $239. And one capture card alone goes for $299. So if yes. you're thinking about um thinking about um doing live streaming, you need a capture card before you then turn the camera on and plug it into your computer, you gotta have a capture card. So for you to have this product where you have two at the same time that makes sense. So I haven't had a chance to do the review. I will. James, you got a little product over there, so you can take me off the big screen. And, uh, <laughs> you, get <to> with, <laughs> you get to play with your toy real quick. Tell Don't no worry. You
0: get- Appreciate you, but yeah, no, I, I'm rocking the J the J Create JVC U 435. It's a 4K uh ultra HD webcam. This thing has uh 5K digital zoom built in. It's got auto pan and tilt built in. It's got uh, night compensation. So this is what I'm using now. I actually have unplugged my mirrorless and DSLR camera and I'm using this. I love the fact that look, I can easily using a remote control, do the pan and tilt with this camera to make sure that I am in focus and in screen. This is, this is this is one more time we we'll don't okay. want to see we'll okay see. Let, let me let me reset there we go so let me oh, oh, oh. you see the kicks on the back foot. and you see I, that's why i zoomed in you didn't want to see the you didn't want to see the nikes back there so and me, you got a remote
1: control in your hand
0: i gotta I'm, I'm just i'm just pushing the button there uh left right up down very very nice very effective i can actually have a privacy filter so i can take myself off screen Wow! Okay, top at the touch of a button, so it's pretty cool.
1: What was the retail price for this one?
0: This this bad boy is going for. Already known the information. Like, I see. Don't start that. No, because it's on sale now. But he, I right. do have the link to the post that I wrote about there. So originally, originally it's one sixty nine ninety nine. It's on sale now for one fifty. Uh, this is comparable to the Logitech Brio I I'll, I'll, I'll say a competitor's name because I use a Brio on another laptop but the Brio is fantastic but this J5 curate with this remote control and with this auto pan and tilt capability and with the low light functionality look hold on let me let me let me do this watch this hold on let me do this before so I got all I got all my lights on right here so let me turn off all the lights That's me with no lights at all in here. And that's coming from the low light sensor from this J5 Create uh, webcam. That's incredible. I, I got my hues in the back, obviously. But look, this this is an amazing, amazing view. Tell you what I'll do. I will actually do an on-screen demo here. And I will go to my mirrorless camera so you can see what the difference is. Oh, there that's you go.
1: the mirrorless camera right that's,
0: now. That's the mirrorless camera right now. I'm sorry, that that thing in front of it is the J Five Create, but uh, that, that's that's why that's there.
1: You're looking extra chocolate.
0: <laughs> but there you go. But you know the the whole okay. light experience coming from this webcam is incredible. So I highly recommend it. Decent price, one fifty. Look, you're not going to find anything of this high quality at this price uh, much of anywhere. Uh, yeah, the, the the big boy out there, Logitech, has their fantastic product, and those are good products. But this is not something to sleep on. Take a look at J5 Create.
1: I'm gonna say this. Uh put, put me back on the main screen. I don't know if I did it right. Put me back on the main screen. Who you with? Who you with? Who you with? I, just, I think it might be J5 Create this week. So we with J5 Create. I there was a reason why I put it up there. Maybe I find a uh a, another saying next week. I got this this little uh board here, but we'll find new words or whatever. But this week it's who you with, and this week is J5 Create. So that's what's up. Uh, you got your, your 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 webcam. I got the dual HDMI capture card, so I'm gonna try and see if I can do two cameras next week. That will be the goal. See if I can uh, uh, stream with, you know, to look sexy on on the right side <laughs> and, look, and look handsome on, on the other side. That's what we're gonna try and do. So, with that being said, I appreciate everybody for checking us out. Make sure you learn those products this week. Um, Make sure you work on that 2FA. What What is it called again?
0: Two-factor authentication. I'm going to write it down and I, send it to you. And, I, and, to <laughs> it
1: so I can't say it, but he said it. Two-factor, one more time.
0: Authentication.
1: There it is. There's a In mark. my crooked letter,
0: crooked letter I. No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. <laughs> With that being said, uh, congratulations, uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris and uh polis mr joe P- mr president joe biden we look forward to seeing positive things you know what it is what's the name of the show
0: ladies and gentlemen shouts out to the lab we out